everyone. Welcome to the second episode of J Talks. I'm so glad to have you here. Okay, I really hope you enjoyed that first episode that we had. And it was super exciting to me. Um, a lot of people showed a lot of support, which I'm very grateful for. And if you're here listening to the second episode, I am extremely grateful for you. Um, and very thankful that you came by to listen. So today's topic was actually requested um, by my cousin. Shout out to her, my deli. <laughs> so our topic is the experience of growing up with immigrant parents. Now this um, specific episode is going to be kind of long just because there's so much to cover. Um, and so much to say, you know, about this this topic. I think it's something that a lot of people may relate to. And even if you don't have immigrant parents or know any immigrant people, um, you can definitely learn something. And you can go into our world a little bit and see the kinds of things that we deal with Um with the struggles, you know, and also the stories and just also the positive things that come out of these experiences. So I'll start off by talking a little bit about struggles. There's definitely a lot of struggles um, with having immigrant parents. I was actually born here in the United States, so I'm considered American. Um... However, my parents weren't. And obviously, I'm not going to go into, like, their legal status right now or any of that. You know, they, they're they doing their thing. Um, but that's nobody's business, you know, but my family. So I'm not going to discuss that on here. So don't assume things. <laughs> um, yeah, the first struggle I think that exists is fear. You know, there's this constant feeling of so many things that could happen. So many things that could go wrong. When um, you live in an immigrant family, you may have individuals that are undocumented. When that's the case, you fear a lot, you know, about if they're going to be able to stay here or not Um, you don't know if maybe they'll get deported you don't know if they'll be you know involved in some tragic accident and they're sent back to their countries there's so many things that could occur um, that could lead to losing a family member and that doesn't mean by like I don't mean losing them as in like, oh, they're going to die, but losing them as they're going to be taken away from you. And this, you know, this conversation of fear, it connects a lot with things that happen in the world now. Um, You know, we have a lot of families that cross the border and they come here and want a better future for themselves, you know, for whatever reason, you know, something might be happening in their homes and they just need safety. So they come here to the United States and 
sometimes they get caught. And little kids, very small kids, maybe even newborns, they lose their parents. And it's interesting to me because I've heard um, some people, not anyone that I know, because I would not want to be associated with someone that thinks this way, but, um, you know, whatever, everyone has their own opinions. But I have heard people that say, well, you know, why, why are they crossing over? You know, like, if they weren't crossing over, then the families wouldn't get separated. Like, that's their fault. They knew what they were doing. That's such a sad way to see things. I'm a firm believer in that you don't know what other people go through. You don't know everything about a person. No matter how well you think you know them, you don't know them. There is no one in this world that's going to know someone else as much as they know themselves. They know why they came here. Yes, they do. They knew what they were doing. They knew the risk. But you should never think it is okay to separate a family because they were trying to get a better future for themselves. I don't know. I just think that's really sad. That's a really sad way to think about things. But again... Everyone has their own opinions. You know, you're entitled to think whatever you think and believe whatever you want. But, you know, this is what I think. Um, I do think it's really sad. And I don't think that anyone deserves to be separated from their family, no matter what. That should not be the case. No one should be mistreated or treated in inhumane ways just because they decided to cross a border. So again, fear. That's a big one. There's constant fear in families with undocumented people because you don't know what could happen. And that uncertainty, it brings a lot of fear. Another struggle that I think I identify with is not doing enough. When you are the kid of an immigrant parent, you learn their struggles. You know what they've gone through. You know, you you hear their experiences, you understand all of the things that they had to give up in order to come here. And it's a little scary as a child, you know, because you start feeling like, I really need to prove myself. I really need to show them that it was worth it to come here. And there's this, you know, idea of like, what if I'm not doing enough, you know? What if I'm not fulfilling what I'm supposed to fulfill? Um, I think there's definitely a lot of pressure that comes with this because you feel like it is your responsibility to make it worth it. And that's, that's very deep, um, I know it is, but I know that a lot of people can relate. You do feel like it's your responsibility. You'll feel like, well, they came here, they took that step, they gave me a better future, now I need to show them that it was worth it. And as much as I do find that I myself was motivated by, or motivate myself by that idea, um, it can be very harming as well. 
especially for someone's um, mental health. Because when you have all this pressure on you and you feel like you need to make life worth it for other people, it gets a little intense. And it's scary. It's scary to feel like you're not doing enough. It's scary to be like, maybe I could have been better. Maybe I could have, you know, done better in school. Maybe I could have gotten a better career. Maybe I could have... There's so many maybes. And it's scary when you think about the maybes. But I think the way to overcome this is just focusing on what has been done, focusing on what you are doing right now, and understanding that, you know, it is not your responsibility to fulfill um, or make it worth it. It's not. As much as you think it is, it really isn't. Um, And I think I needed to hear that because I always felt like well I need to prove to my parents that this this is it you know this is they made it if I make it that's how that's always been my mentality if I make it they make it and for me personally it does keep me motivated and it doesn't really harm my mental health but I'm speaking for those people that dwell on this that hurt themselves thinking about what could have been or what could they do to make things better to make things worth it that's what i'm talking about because you should not be feeling that way another struggle that um i think exists is that pressure which i mentioned that pressure of feeling like the whole like family depends on you and I think this goes a lot with if you're like an only child or if you're an older sibling or you know if you're basically kind of the example setter for your family or the only person that can maybe change um, the economic status of your family there's a lot of pressure there you know, they, they want you to graduate college. Well, first, they want you to graduate high school. They want you to get into a good college. They want you to get a good career. They want you to land a good job. They want you to get paid well. They want you to save the money. They want you to buy a house. They want you to, you know, there's so much, so much that is put on us. It's like, you need to do this because we need to get out of this I don't like saying poverty, but this low economic status that we're in. Because immigrant families are in the lower um, class. That's pretty often what it is. Um, You very rarely see families that immigrate and, you know, come into the United States being like high class. That doesn't really happen. These people are the people that are in the struggle, the people that live in the hoods, the people that there is very little opportunity. But when you are the child of an immigrant and you are given these opportunities, you are able to go to school, you are able to, you know, apply for FAFSA or like, you know, the Dream Act, and you're able to go into a college and get a career. And There's a lot of pressure in that. Because what happens when you don't do it? 
What happens when you miss those opportunities? Or what happens when you shoot? Oh, sorry, I hit something. <laughs> what happens when you shoot and you miss? You know, there's a lot of pressure when it comes to aiming at these goals and actually making it. Because when you don't, you feel like you failed everyone. And it's sad. It's really sad to feel that way. And I say that because I felt that before. You know, I felt like, wow, I'm not doing enough. Or wow, I could have done this differently. And I could have done that. And and that's a mistake. Because a lot of us, we live in the what ifs. But we need to start living in the what is. What is going on? What are you doing? What did you do? That's what matters. Not the, well, if I would have done this. If I did this. Like, that doesn't matter. Because at the end of the day, that's just an if. It didn't actually happen and it hasn't happened. Of course, you could, you know, aim to actually do it. But it's always better to focus on what you have done. Because that's what's going to get you further in life. I also think that the constant struggle of being stuck in between cultures is definitely um, something that a lot of people will understand. When you are, you know, the child of an immigrant parent, they come here with their culture, cultural ideologies, right? They um, have their own ideas of what is appropriate, what isn't appropriate. They come with um, their customs, their traditions. And if you are born here, you know, in the United States, and you weren't born from where they're from, then you're stuck in between different cultures. As much as you might identify with the culture of your family, of your immigrant family, you will always be in between. And even if you were born, I use the example of Mexico just because that's where my family comes from. Um, But even if your parents immigrated from Mexico and you were also born in Mexico, you also immigrated, you will still be stuck between cultures. And that's that's the reality. Because although you are not American, you know, you, you weren't born here in the United States. You are the child, which means that you grow up and you develop in this culture, in the American culture. So what happens then? You, you become confused. And there is a lot of um, uncertainty in like, who am I? How do I identify myself? Because you aren't white, but you also aren't Mexican enough. And that's, that's a true struggle because you, you live kind of tiptoeing around everything. You don't want to be the outcast. You don't want to be pointed at like, oh, well, this person, like, where do they belong? You go about your life and you just try to ignore that. But it's something that's there, you know? A lot of us struggle with that. I struggle with that. I was born here in the United States. My parents are from Mexico. I have two different cultures that I identify with. You know, because being born here, I grew up 
in the high schools, you know, I grew up around other people of different cultures. I grew up, you know, hearing about, oh, well, my parents let me do this. My parents let me do that. For example, like, I see that a lot of American families will allow their kids to have sleepovers, you know, and they can go to each other's houses and it's not a big deal. But for me, as a child of a Mexican, of Mexican parents, they they don't let me do that. And that's not to say that every Mexican doesn't let their kids go have sleepovers, you know, some do. But I'm talking about myself. Um, yeah, my parents don't because that's the, the way that they grew up. They don't think it's correct to have people sleep over at someone else's house. They always say, well, you have your own house. Why do you want to go sleep at someone else's house? I can't sleep over in anyone's house unless it's my family. So um, that's a lot of like different little things that I've noticed that other people can do that I can't do because my culture or my parents' culture doesn't allow it. And it's very interesting. Sometimes, you know, people don't understand, well, why can't you do this? Like, what, you know, there's no problem in that. Well, my parents don't think that that's appropriate. I also want to mention, it's very rare to travel um, when you are a child of immigrant parents because, you know, the whole legal aspect of it. And also, I feel like, there's a constant fear in people that immigrate that they don't want to move. They, they want to feel stable. They want to feel like they belong somewhere and they'd rather not move. Because when you move, you're creating change. And when you create change, you see things differently. You might go visit a state and be like, wow, I love it here. And then suddenly you find yourself dreaming of moving there. And then you start thinking, well, how am I going to do that? And I think immigrant parents, they, they go through so much. They experience so much when they do immigrate that moving again to a different place is very scary. And for that reason, I think traveling is very uncommon because why would you want to go visit somewhere else when you're already here? You know, you found your home. And again, that might just be my family, but... That's the way that I see things. I also think um, being the child of an immigrant parent, you learn a lot about their struggles, their stories. You'd be surprised the kind of things that people have gone through trying to make it out of wherever they're at. It's very sad. And for that reason, I think we need to be very open as a society. We need to be understanding, compassionate, because you don't know exactly what goes on behind closed doors. You don't know what these people have gone through, what their struggles have been, what, you know, they had to deal with in order to make it to where they're at now. You don't know that. It's important to try to be understanding. There's a lot of hate in this world and there's a lot of people that look bad at how do you say that not look bad they look they look down on immigrants because they're like wow you know these people like just coming over here taking up space like taking our resources you know like blah 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 you know you know you've heard it before (laughs) 
But when do we start caring about other humans? Because something I've noticed is that our society, our world in general, our government, everyone, we want to title people. You know, like, oh, these immigrants, these Mexican, these white people, these black people. There's a lot of labeling. But when do we start referring to each other as humans? That's simply what we are. Our skin color or where we come from, that doesn't matter. Because at the end of the day, we are exactly the same. And maybe there's someone that does not agree with me, and that's okay. Like I said, you have your own opinions. But we're all humans. And for that reason, I think we need to be understanding. Because if you were in a situation where your life was in danger, where you lived in extreme poverty, where you struggled to find food, where you struggled to find water or places, you know, to go to the restroom, where you struggled to have a home to live in, you would want to be able to make it out of there. You would want to be able to provide yourself with a better future. And honestly, I don't know you, but I'm pretty sure that you would take it if you could. If you could get out of that, you would do anything to get out of it. That's why I say, you know, immigrant people, they, they're strong because they've gone through a lot. And coming here to a different, you know, country, it's not easy. It's not easy to connect with people. It's not easy to grow with the environment. All of that takes time. It takes a lot of patience. I think we often forget that these people had a life in another place. They had family members over there. They had places that they enjoyed being at. And they left all that behind for, you know, a number of reasons. Like I mentioned before, could be poverty could be, you know, no jobs, could be that there's no food, maybe they're actually, you know, getting threatened. That's very common in Mexico, especially, where, um, you know, the, I'm not gonna say it, because I, I don't want to really bring those people up into my podcast, but people that are bad, <laughs> they will, you know, um, put them in danger. They will threaten them. So if you were in danger, you'd want to run too. I have never understood the whole idea behind these borders. And don't get me wrong. I Okay, I understand. I understand the concept. I understand why. You know, obviously, we're trying to maintain the population. We don't have as many resources as we would like to you know obviously there's a lot that we would have to share if like everything was just open um but the hate the hate that comes with someone crossing a border it's so sad because like i said before we're all humans why is this a big problem 
why is it so like triggering to people when someone else is coming here for help I don't know I don't think I'll ever understand that I kind of got carried away there but <laughs> let me move on to my next point I wanted to talk about some of the pros some good things that have come with being you know the kid of an immigrant family I think that it has really taught me to be strong because you will get discriminated no matter who you are if you come from somewhere else and you're in a place that you don't actually belong in you'll get discriminated that's common that's typical it's sad but it's true but when you know where your family came from why they came here and who you are and how hard you have worked you learn to be strong and you learn to overcome those um unpleasant things that people might mention about you and yours you know you become strong-minded and that's something so beautiful because i do truly believe that every person that is you know related to an immigrant learns to be strong we also learn to be very optimistic we learn to be motivated and to not settle because we know there's always more because that's exactly what our parents did they were struggling and they didn't let that tie them down they wanted more so they went for more and now they're here and for that reason i know that if i wanted more i could go for more There's no need to settle when you can do better. That is something that I have a thousand percent learned from my parents. And lastly, I think one of the other things we learn is to be grateful. Because you understand the sacrifices. You may, you know, not identify with this if you don't have immigrant family members but i promise you if you do and you've heard their stories and you truly pay attention to what they mention you will be grateful because the stories are touching and i know that you and i we wouldn't want to leave everything we love behind of course not we won't want to take that with us But if we were in a situation where it meant being able to give them a better life or be able to, you know, have a better tomorrow, you might have to leave it. You might have to leave what makes you happy. You might have to leave your home if you were in that situation. And for that reason, I have learned to be grateful. Because I may not have much, I may not live in a mansion, I may not have, you know, the newest car, the biggest house. I don't have my own room, you know, I share it with my sisters, but I'm grateful. Because the little that I do have, I know that I took a sacrifice. 
And that's something I'm always going to carry with me. No matter what happens in my life, no matter how successful I become, I will never forget the sacrifices that my parents made in order for me to be where I'm at today. Wow, that actually did get very deep. (laughs) Um, I hope you enjoyed this episode. I think there's a lot more to be said about this topic. But this was kind of just general and the first things that came to my mind um, as I was developing this conversation. But um, yeah, I'm, I'm very grateful that my cousin actually requested this because I think it's something that a lot of people will connect to. Um, and maybe you have experienced this. Maybe you, you've seen it before. Maybe you felt what I felt you may connect. And I think that's what's most important to me. And if you don't connect, I hope that you learn something because it's always good to know a little bit more about the struggles that other people have to go through. All right, well, that brings us to the end of this podcast. I hope that, well, not this podcast, this episode. (laughs) That brings us to the end of this episode. I hope that you really enjoyed it. Um, make sure that you continue to stick around and wait for our next episode to come out. I have a lot of different topics that I want to talk about. Um, I also wanted to mention I did create an Instagram for my podcast. So if you're interested, go ahead and follow us on Instagram at jtalks, which is J-E-I-T-A-L-K-S on Instagram. Thank you so much for your support, and I hope that you have a wonderful day. I will see you next time. Bye-bye.